Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but <laughs> not safe for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreoncom motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tears started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. I'm Joe. With me here every episode is Doug and Eric. And uh, Eric. You sound like you just forgot your own name. Yeah, I know, right? That was no, I just, I'm, I'm trying to do my transatlantic voice, you know, where it's like, you know, it, it's my radio announcer voice, where I sound very professional, like I'm not yeah. some piece of shit. No, 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 no. no. You sounded like, like the guy in the dry cleaning place in the movie we're going to do. Also, I gotta like lean really forward to turn the interface up, which kind of sucks because I rearranged my desk and put like a giant fifty-inch monitor on it. Um, I'm hearing a lot of complaints. That's my problems, but at the same time, yeah. it, it's just I'm First giving you why I'm problems. stretching. First world problems. But anyways, Eric, I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm so excited, man. Am I allowed to say why I'm excited? I, I would. I want you to say why you're excited. All right. I'm so excited I, too. I know Doug's excited. We we have a very very special guest today. Yes. And I'm excited about it because she is one of the coolest people I have met in Orlando, hands down, period. Lies. Um, what do you mean lies? <laughs> Wait, just Orlando? Yeah, yeah just Orlando. fucked up. Gainesville's a different Like city story. proper? Or are you counting like Orange County, Seminole, and like Osceola? No, I'm being sincere here, guys. Um, this person has been extremely cool to me uh, for no reason at all. Very helpful and friendly and... Uh, it's my absolute pleasure to welcome Samantha Hart to the show. Hey! Thank you. My sound effect board died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you actually have a sound effect? Uh, sound effect I board? did, and then oh. my other computer died. So it's a whole, it's a whole fucking thing. But more excuses. Um, I'm like, glad that I convinced you guys to do a video chat for this yeah. podcast. This I can't cool. believe I you haven't this. done this before. <laughs> I know. I know. This, is, this is crazy. It's it's multitasking. I don't handle it well. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of <laughs> like do it. I'm, fine. I'm, Doug, yeah. just so you know, I'm staring right at you. I should wear the shirt with your face on it. Dude. Oh. Yeah. I have a shirt with Doug's face, face on it. On it. We, we walked great. through a whole day at Disney with him. Yeah. I wore it to Hollywood Studios in Epcot. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's almost famous. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's hey, quite a flex. Hey, movie reference. Yep. So, Samantha, thank you so much for joining us oh thank you for having me uh you only booked me a year and a half ago for this um (laughs) man you guys are on top of your booking i gotta tell you i booked my shit like a week out (laughs) it's a mess yeah well people people want to do your show (laughs) 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 takes us a while to fill the calendar yeah (laughs) 
I am glad though because you guys had like the whole like spreadsheet option, and I'm like, ooh, there was a lot of movies I had never seen or or didn't know or didn't like particularly and i was like okay there's one that i actually really love that's left on the list so i'm glad yes. that i had that option that's it was fucked up you picked the one movie that we're not allowed to talk about i know yes, that's, that's like true. Rule number one so it was a great time guys love you uh we'll see you next time <laughs> all right I've, I've only made a joke like 15 times this week already. oh it's it's been awful it's all that's gone on in my house oh, no. even my wife is made she she's probably seen the movie maybe once and she even she's yeah. dropping the jokes like that it was oh it's really been fantastic <laughs> yeah oh yeah so samantha yeah i i just gotta tell you like i it's weird like talking to you because i've listened to you for god on like almost 12 13 years like on radio so this is kind of crazy or and also podcasting i know it's not radio whatever yeah same. but i guess whatever broadcasting time. whatever broadcasting I, i've listened yeah, to yeah. you so it's weird talking to people that you've listened to forever but never met before mm-hmm. um so let's tell these people where you're from because I, I think it's very important how they can find you and listen to you and and listen to you the way that me at least me and eric do because doug's an old motherfucker who doesn't like listening to anything <laughs> well, he's a podcaster he doesn't listen to podcasts I know, right, Doug? No, he listens to podcasts. But all he listens to are ones about guitar gear. Like, that's that's fine. Oh, he's a gearhead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you can find me on Fridays uh, live on a mediocre time with Tom and Dan. We start at noon. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Tom and Dan Live. Also, every Monday through Friday, starting at 7 p.m., you can listen to us on A Corporate Time with Tom and Dan on Real Radio 104.1 or iHeartRadio. Also, I have my own podcast called Semantics, spelled S-A-M-A-N-T-I-C-S. Or you can sign up for our Patreon, which we call The After Party. It's patreon.com slash semantics. And I also, because I don't podcast enough, uh, started a conspiracy theory podcast with my buddy Derek called You Heard About This One that you can find also on patreon.com slash semantics. But those episodes are actually free of charge. So you can listen to a conspiracy theory podcast with me and my friend. Uh, It comes out every other week. And those are completely free on our Patreon. Nice. So you guys actually caught me on the one week I had off of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering so, if like you did that on purpose, like you picked no. this week because they were out. Well, skiing. how would I know? I, I didn't even know at the time that Tom was going to take this week off when I picked did you, this movie. Did you ever get your paycheck? <laughs> yeah, it came four days late, but I finally got it. Yeah. yeah, I was listening to that episode while I was mowing my grass this morning. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's going to suck. Yeah, 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 things were pending. Things were pending. <laughs> Um, I got to recommend if, if you're going to start with any episode of, of I'm going to call I always call it Sam antics. I know it's like semantics. Sam That's antics. fine. Yeah, it's yeah. all semantics. But anyways, listen to the episode Eric was on because uh, it made me laugh because she just shit on him the whole time. <laughs> well, hold on. That. that is not fair. <laughs> she didn't shit on me. She shit on you, Joe. No, that's, you that's, shit that's, on the me, re- that's the elephant I'm, in the room. I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump you outside a holler box. Let's talk about your <laughs> <laughs> let's talk your about, fake band membership. Yeah, of course. Well, supposedly I heard that you were in the band, the local band from Ocala, Florida, A Day to Remember, right? No, That's I wasn't uh, in the band. I started the band. <laughs> My headphones blew off. You blew your headphones off. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Literally, uh, quite literally. I 100% started that band. Uh, here's why here's how i even found out about this right butler who has been on your show that's also uh he also works for tom and dan um he told me that right and i go i don't i don't know that that's accurate i've never heard of this guy in the band um and so then i just and he was he was doubling down on me in the office by the way uh because you know butler always is like 100 percent accurate with when whenever he says anything that is what he does so i was like okay well maybe he told you that i don't know but like i know people that have uh toured with that band Mm -hmm. i know people that are friends with people that were in the band i don't know that that is actually accurate and i i did some research and I, I can't find any receipts where you were actually in that band. That, that's because sir. I left that band before Jeremy was in the sir. band. I left the band before Tom was in the band. I left the band before the original guitarist John was in the band. I left it before Neil was there. The the only person so the that entire was in the band, band now. <laughs> yeah, the only person that was in the band that actually recorded with them that while I was there was the drummer Bobby. <laughs> Not Bobby. Bobby Scruggs. 
I don't know. There's there's absolutely no... Do you have any evidence that this is the case? Well, I mean, I could call Bobby eventually and talk to him. He's about the only person that can verify that was in the band with me, that was in the actual band when they recorded. But I was only in it for about three weeks, and then I moved to Orlando, and I quit. Okay. Did you also <laughs> state that you named the band? Because I, I heard- did. Well, 100%. I don't know that it's true. I've seen three <laughs> different articles of someone yeah, that's saying... They, they oh, said they, that somebody's girlfriend named it. They covered it up? Is the cover-up? Should I cover this one? No, you heard they, about this one? The, yes. the story they always go with is somebody's girlfriend named it, and that's a misappropriation that yeah. of the story. The story was we were sitting around, and I was telling how I went on a double date when I was back in high school in Miami, because that's where I grew up at. Um, I got Miami friend syndrome also, but... uh. Oh, we went to see A Walk to Remember, and me and my buddy who went on the blind double date. A Walk making, to Remember, A Day to Remember. Oh, okay. We were making fun of the movie the entire time. We are like, I hope she just dies Duck's as checked she's walking out, up. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because he's heard the story a bunch. Right. I, I was like, uh, I hope she dies I on the could, way to the- I could be Joe telling you this story right now. Yeah, okay, I was okay, like, okay, I, hope, okay. I hope she dies like, like right as she's about to say I do. And then, like, of course, the girls left immediately after the movie, and, like, me and him just went out and did whatever. But, like, I was telling the story to the people, and I said, yeah, that was a day to remember. And then, like, we're like, oh, shit, we should name the band that. And that's where it came from. That, I love the story. It um, makes sense. It's that's a logical it explanation. From. It really now, is. The problem was the guys, Tom, Tom might've been there because I hung out with Tom a lot because he was in another band that hung out with us called Two Days Too Late. And it, that band merged with my band at the time, 32 Stitches, to form A Day to Remember. Mm. And it was a weird thing, that Ocala-like synergy back in those days. <laughs> I lived in Ocala when I moved from Miami. That's where I moved to Ocala. See, Sam? I had, Ooh, my, guitar, a... my guitar looked like a tennis ball. It was, it was covered in tennis ball fabric. It was a Fender Jag saying, and I, when I flipped it over in the back, it said pen on it and had two white stripes. Um, I don't know. I, that's all I could tell you. Everyone who like, was back in those days knew me, but like, I wasn't in the band with the people who were in the band that when they recorded, except for Bobby. You and know, me and Bobby knew each other from Miami because he was a drummer in a ska band called the Cheer Lake Bandits. You know, they say when people are, are making things up, they give too many details. So many details. So yeah, that's very classic and true crime. He's when someone def- has murdered somebody, yes, exactly. they have their alibi where there's so many details that it's too much. And then, you know, it's a lie. I'm just saying. But he's not defensive about it. That's the thing. He's stating facts. No, if anything, I just no, feel like I don't an think asshole he is for that leaving. defensive. <laughs> Oh, you feel like an asshole for leaving for a successful band? Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Although the funny part is if I stayed, it probably wouldn't have been successful. No, that's true. Because the guy who replaced me is Tom, the bald guy who has all the tattoos, and he's the one who wrote most of the songs. There you Mm. go. Fair enough. I apologize. We have derailed this movie podcast to call out. Joe for his fake band presence. It's all good. <laughs> it remember. I, I'm, I'm used to de- I'm used to dealing with it. Um, but <laughs> how often <laughs> do you have to defend this? Every day. I mean, I've only <laughs> told the story day. less than my cruise ship story of when I almost died. Yeah, slightly oh, less. But I'm not, not repeating that one again. Not that I will, I'll, nope. I'll mute your ass. Sounds like it wants to, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, crazy. So. Does. What's new with you guys? What's going on? What's what's awesome? What's taken? What's grooving, baby? I'm stealing Brian's line. Uh, I quit my job. Are you uh, really? Wait, yeah. What? I quit my job. I Congratulations. My two weeks. Thank you. Got a better gig. Uh, pays Excellent. more. Should be less stress. So, uh. Less travel? Let, yeah, less travel. Company cool. car. All that kind of, you know. Wow. So I'm hired you full time to do art? No. Oh. <laughs> no. No. No, Don't trust me. I couldn't it. even get my check on time. He ain't hiring nobody else. That's but uh, yeah, news, it, it should. Thank you, man. It should give me more time to, uh, you know, hang with the fam, hang with the fam, and yeah. and do some more art for people, which I like. Dope. Doing more like than my, my real my job. Artworks so. that I've asked you for. No, 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 no. I'm not drawing your perverted cartoons, Joe. <laughs> oh Lord! Come on. You don't even want to know, Sam. Yeah, they're, no. they're I mean, if bad. it's commissioned, whatever. I'm just <laughs> saying, Chippendales Rescue Rangers is so much better this way. Stop. It's like Ooh. fan fiction. No. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, it, it was even better when I'm saying it out loud near the swimming pool at the yacht and beach club with you three, with you two right. and Joey Mazant. <laughs> no, that's incorrect. Oh, and there's yeah. literally like a bunch of like people that are like shouldn't be wearing bathing suits walking around listening to me say this out loud. 
No, listen, anybody can wear any kind of bathing suit they want. What you shouldn't be doing is telling that story at that volume around <laughs> that many people. Yeah. Mm. I was quite drunk, if you remember. I, I tried my I best to get Joe to use his inside voice more, but there's, right. just, don't, don't there's just one. no learning with that boy. Nope. Mm. Doug, what's new you with you, man? You gotta teach him, Doug. You gotta teach him. I'm t- I tried. I tried. But, you know, we'll see. We'll keep, we'll keep the lessons going. Where are you from, Doug? I am originally from New York, Long Island. I can and tell. I have been... Ex- what's that? I said I could tell. I like that accent. Yeah, right. Just a little bit. And I have been exiled to southern Massachusetts now. So Is that where you're at now? Yeah. Oh, down wow. by the Cape. Not on the Cape, but okay. by the Cape. Yeah. yeah so. He's a mass hole. Uh, no, cool. I am not a mass hole. <laughs> I will never be a mass hole. I mean, you know, you hear about people have swear jars in their house. You know, when a kid swears, they got to put money in there. Yeah. We got a wicked jar in my yeah, house. Yeah, wicked, wicked jar. If you say wicked anything, you put money in that fucking jar. And like guess that. what? 16 years later, it's empty because my <laughs> family knows you don't drop that shit around here. So, wow. Okay, I like that. Um, yeah, I used to same. be militant. I've calmed down in my hatred for the mass holes, but <laughs> that's where I am. All right, um, cool. Yeah. I did not know that. So, yeah, I, I met Joe and Eric for the first time a month and a half ago when I How went down to Orlando. How the fuck do you guys know each other then? Oh, it's Just a whole I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> know the background. I apologize. So, your so podcast. And, now and, I'm doing like um, the background of like your podcast when we're supposed to talk well, about this movie. My, my other shit show podcast I started, Doug was listening to that. I invited him to come on there. I wanted Wait, Eric he was just all. listening to you? He didn't know you? Yeah, I hated that fucking show before. Because oh, it's on. terrible. <laughs> it was so like, well, why stupid. were you listening? I'm sorry. I this didn't, should uh, be an off-air conversation. Sorry. I know. Uh, but I haven't people told people Joe this. I, I stopped listening. Oh, <laughs> it got that go bad? On. It got that bad? I figured I could, uh, I could class up the joint. So, so he became yeah. a full-time member. And then I asked yeah. Eric to make some custom well, art for that What the fuck was that, that show about? Um, about nothing. nothing it's the dirty disgusting so then why dirty the hell the did you even start listening to it this is a this is, insi- oh. this is a mystery because <laughs> it was like in the, the circle of gear podcast like uh, it's like a, it's like a big fucking hillbilly family reunion with these gear podcasts we all listen Will. to because gotcha. everybody knows everybody they've they've either known married fucked or done something with, with somebody else or, in yeah, these yeah. groups so yeah. jsm just surprised me just got sort of sucked in for me with that whole gaggle of people and but our show was the most know. fun because we talked about real shit. We didn't just right. talk about the it same is, shit over and over fun. again. I mean, I, I joke when I say I stopped listening. It, I it's the equivalent of like the BDM listening. shows, like as far as like how bad it is. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Then, that is interesting. I didn't know Then know Eric that. like put some artwork up in the BDM group that I saw that he custom did. And I asked him to do like a logo for Just Surprise Me, our other podcast. And then me and him like uh, started eating lunch together and looking romantically into each other's eyes. And oh. yep. I, I carjacked him at Hollerbox, and uh, we decided to do this podcast. Yeah, little meet nice. cute. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're both lucky that there wasn't a stand your ground incident with that whole fucking <laughs> carjacking thing. <laughs> well, yeah. fucking knucklehead. I think Eric's the one that has to worry about that. Yeah. No, I, yeah. you're right. You're absolutely right. Because I, I, I do carry a gun. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a pacifist. He's locked you, up man. in his trunk, folks. He told me. He showed me. Well, it's, it's honestly pacifist, it's, man. Did you guys already do the Big Lebowski? No, no we yet. haven't yet. It's on the list, but we haven't Please yet. Please let me be the guest for that because that is one oh, of my done. all-time oh, favorite Absolutely. Done deal. I'm not leading that one, though, when you guys take it. <laughs> Sam, before, um, it. before Doug jumps in, what's new with you? What's going on? Wow. Uh, not a lot. I mean, I, I had this week off, which has been pretty insane uh just because we work some i I broadcast and podcast so much that this week has been odd that i'm not like on a vacation where i'm going somewhere i'm just like kind of chilling at my house uh so it's been kind of i've been just catching up on like shows and movies like really honestly i haven't really been i've just been chilling which i haven't what you've been watching uh the new season of Love on the Spectrum just came out, and I binged the fuck out of that in a day. I don't know if you guys have watched that. I've heard of that. that no, is that reality television? It is reality television. Okay. Um, it's basically like adults with uh, autism that are mm-hmm. trying to date and like find nice. love, and it's so wholesome. It's so cool. cute what, and wholesome. What, uh, I love it. What network is that on? Netflix. Okay. Oh. No. Cool. Uh, I also caught up on The Circle, which is also reality, trash reality TV, which I love. 
Um, there was a new New York Times uh, Britney documentary that just came out on FX that is now released on Hulu that I watched this morning, which was really great. I don't know if you guys are following the Free Britney movement thing. Uh, I did a whole podcast on that on You Heard About This One back in December or November of last year uh, before the other documentary came out or whatever. Um, and then just like watching documentaries. I watched the Bob Ross documentary. Um, I watched one called Grey Gardens that came out in the 70s. Uh yeah oh I watched it what is it called Freaky with Vince Vaughn Vince Vaughn yeah it I haven't seen that one it was actually pretty good it was actually pretty good I heard it was pretty cool yeah, yeah. it's pretty funny well I'm, I'm glad you finally got a week off from broadcasting to just kind of yeah. chill yeah. yeah and then for us to ask you on your Saturday night <laughs> to broadcast well <laughs> at the time you asked me literally like nine months ago so That's true. to be fair I didn't even know I was gonna have this week off. Uh, and it's a little different being a guest of a show rather than either hosting your own show or being like third mic to a show. It's a little different. I can just like jump in here and there. You guys are carrying the show. So nice. it's a little easier yeah. for me. And there's no Seth to bother you. True. <laughs> True. But I did, I did watch this movie. Re- I mean, I've watched this movie a million times cause it is one of my favorite yeah. movies, yeah. but I watched it again this week just to get a refresher and I took a bunch of notes and I have also like random like tidbits of background information because I'm a fucking nerd. Excellent. Also, right. did That's what we are here though. Question: Did right you in. guys? Did any of you read the book? Yes, no, I, read I want the to book though. Before the movie. Okay, so, so Doug, you're the only one that has read the book and you read it before yeah. the movie. Okay, I'm a big Chuck Palahniuk fan. Okay, I've read a lot of his books. Not all of so, them, but I've read a lot. I watched the movie first then read the book. Okay. And this is the only instance ever in the history of me reading books and watching movies that I ever thought the movie was better than the book. Ooh. And I'm in total agreement with you. Okay. Ooh. I agree. I love we'll the talk book, about, we'll but talk the movie about why. is better. We'll talk about and why, but yeah. Yeah. And Paul, so and Paul Nick has said so. I no, 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 no. It's not. I mean, you the, can. The but. differences are, for me, the differences are, are not big. But no, the movie the main is better. The flow is better. The main difference um, that sucked, in my opinion, was yeah. how the narrator met Tyler Durden. Yes. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that and I mean, and, as you can see, I have a giant bookshelf behind me. I love to read. <laughs> yeah. No, I would I, recommend reading it, Joe. You'll enjoy it. Okay. Chuck Palahniuk is a fantastic author. Like he's yeah. like crazy stupid good. So I was gonna read it anyway. You'll enjoy it, and then you can move on to some of his other books that are really good too. Uh, Choke. Invisible mm-hmm. Monsters, and I can't, I have it down here. Oh, Survivor. Um, all good books. So, no, I would recommend reading it. It's not like the book is trash. It's not like no, Forrest no. Gump, where the Forrest Gump book was awful and racist, and the movie's fantastic. They're <laughs> like Ooh, neck I and didn't neck. Know that. Shit. Oh, the, yeah, we can, we can talk about that. But, um, yeah. So, this well, is called their neck about and this neck. Movie. <laughs> yes, let's so, talk about this movie. So, so, what you're telling me is that we need a book club. We're literally well, 30 minutes that, in, haven't you? talked about the movie at all. <laughs> I know, I know. I he did it, it, Eric. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. I just oh. set him up. Sorry, you set me I up and I, That was a bad setup, though, Joe. Come I on. said the word yeah. club. What more could you I fucking was, do? You, this? Were you, you were reaching, buddy. Do you want to fight about it? on that one. <laughs> the first rule of uh, book club is don't talk about book club. Truth. Exactly. Exactly. So, on, yeah. Dude, I, I'm trying so hard. So, what are we talking about? We, well, we're breaking the first and second rule of this book and movie and that we are going to talk about fight club um i Shit, definitely we're think we're all on board and loving this movie um so is, hold, isn't the third rule no shirts uh yep. no shoes no shirts okay correct i just wanted to make sure because i have a bone to pick when we get same there. same all right same mm-hmm. I think oh, I know, I know. leave meatloaf I alone i mean it, it theatrically it <laughs> the made rules sense the but rules, i understand bitch. what you're talking about right um so yeah, we're going to talk about Fight Club tonight. Um, first off, I want to quickly give a shout out. All right, I, I had a uh, messenger conversation with my nephew William in Sweden, and found out that he started listening to the podcast and he absolutely loves it, and that nice. thrills me. Um, so I want to give a shout out to William for for listening. Um, um, we're glad to have you aboard, bud. I appreciate it. Big Willie um, style. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I want to start by saying that. This movie contains some major plot twists and craziness going on, and we're going to talk about that openly from the get-go. 
because it allows us to, to cover all the nuances that happen scene to scene that tie together with this twist. So if you haven't seen the movie, stop Stop right listening now. now. Yeah. There's your, come there's back. Your warning. Come back later. I would Bruce Willis was a ghost the, the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. damn it. I suggest you watch the movie and then listen to the episodes because we don't want to ruin anything for you, but we're going to get heavy into it. So there's the warning. Three, two, one, go. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Fight Club released October 15th, 1999. Um, I did see this in theaters because I couldn't wait when it came out after reading the book. Very excited about it. Um, directed by David Fincher. He's, he also has done Seven, The Social Network, Gone Girl. Brilliant, brilliant director. Yeah. Um, he made this movie what it is. I mean, the acting, I- yes, I'm not, but he made this movie what it is. His nuances and the things he threw into this thing. Agreed. Can I ask um, if anybody else watched this when it came out? I yes. did see this when it came out. I did. Okay, I did not. So I did not even know about it, and I didn't watch it till I want to say like two thousand three, two thousand four. Mm-hmm. So I'll let that be known there. Uh, okay. I hadn't even heard about it. Yeah. Yep. I see. wasn't a big movie person uh, for a big part of my life. Right. Um, so I just, yeah, okay. And then so I also didn't get it spoiled for me either. So it, yeah. it's okay. Well, that's Doug's, never, Doug's never seen Friday. You've never seen Friday? I've never seen Friday. I sort of missed that boat. Oh. Got him. Um, I'm yeah. an old, you know, grew up in a racist society guy. I didn't want to watch movies about black people. That's terrible, Doug. <laughs> it's not true either. But <laughs> he, you, you have to understand he's joking. He's, he's no, I am joking. joking. I'm completely joking, Sam. Totally joking. <laughs> he doesn't know you yet, Doug. Okay. Yeah, I'm a very northeast United States progressive individual. Extremely progressive. And always well, what, made me th- what made me think about that is Will just sent a picture from, from Friday in, the, in our other chat group. And yeah. it made me, like, think about it. And I was like... And by the way, chat. we are definitely doing video chat every time because the yeah, look on great, face right? when I said that was the <laughs> fucking best thing ever. I wish I screen capped it. It was fucking beautiful. Oh, she almost hung up. The eyes of saucers. What did I get myself into? I cannot be associated with this. I gotta no, back honestly, out. See, they I'm know me. That was though, a complete joke. When I put my DVD in today, I watched Never Been Kissed. Yeah. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah, see, I, that I was, was the Blu-ray reading. version, right, Joe? Yeah, oh. yeah, the Blu-ray Maybe version to... opens to the menu of never. Oh been yes, of yeah, you're yeah, right, you're yeah. right, you're right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so David Fincher, to me, he made this movie. Um, it was written by Chuck Palahniuk um, and uh, Jim Oles. I think I'm pronouncing his name right. Um, it's funny because this was the first screenplay that this guy Jim Ools wrote, and it's probably the only good screenplay ever. Wrote. <laughs> oh no! He's also responsible for the Hayden Christensen movie Jumper. Um, yeah, it was all right. It was okay. You're right. It wasn't yeah. as bad as some of his other movies, wasn't but great. It, it also not the worst Hayden Christensen thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what no, is the that's worst? True. Don't talk about my man like that. What's the worst? Uh, oh, that's Breaking Glass was fucking tragic. He was so I don't think awful. I saw in that. that one. He's, that's the one, it's the true story about a reporter who just lied and created stories in that were won Pulitzers, I think, oh, but I everything was one. a fucking lie. Um, he was just bad and he was just wasn't up to the task, that's all. Okay. There's no Star um, Wars prequel movies were pretty bad. Yeah, it's I, not, I was it's, saying, it's, I'm not, just Star Wars, I don't like Sam. No, that wasn't his fault. I mean, no. look, George Lucas made Sam L look wooden, so... That's all you need to know about the prequels. Yeah. I mean, well, Sam Hill looks he was wooden bad. acting. It wasn't his worst happen. movie. Yeah. So. I don't want to like cut you off, so please, if you're going to bring this up, like tell me to shut the fuck up. But yeah. um, when I watched it this week, I had to rent it, right? And I found um, the fact that the FBI warning oh, God. was yeah, not cool. in the... So you guys know about that? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, 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 yep. okay. So then let me not... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, there's an additional Bring warning on the DVD for those listening that is basically just a diatribe from Tyler Durden, one of the main characters. It, here's just, the thing with trivia. The first person to bring it up gets credit for it. There you go. Oh, so that's well, true. I just, you just I didn't step know over anybody like, you want to step over. I'm yeah. like, did they show that in theaters? I don't know. No, no, no. It was just on the DVD. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was just on the DVD release and the Blu-ray release. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so... We open up, the movie opens to the 20th Century Fox um, logo, followed by the Regency logo, the two studios that did this. 
Um, real quick fact about that is that Fincher, he wanted to add single-frame shots of Tyler on both. Uh, and both studios said, fuck no. <laughs> of course <laughs> This is added. our property. You do yeah. not fuck with it. And he was shot down. So, um, yeah. Um, the credits roll. And we are basically taken on a tour of the narrator, who is one of the other main characters. We take a, we take a tour of his brain. Yep. It starts out in the fear center and synapses and like sort of works its way out until we are in the real world um so joe i got a clip let's roll it all righty people are always asking me if i know tyler durden three minutes this is it ground zero it's like to say a few words to mark the occasion with a gun barrel between your teeth you speak only in vowels i can't think of anything for a second, I totally forget about Tyler's whole controlled demolition thing, and I wonder how clean that gun is. Getting exciting now. That old saying, how you always hurt the one you love? Well, it works both ways. We have front row seats for this theater of mass destruction. The demolitions committee of Project Mayhem wrapped the foundation columns of a dozen buildings with blasting gelatin. In two minutes, primary charges will blow base charges and a few square blocks will be reduced to smoldering rubble. I know this, because Tyler knows this. Two and a half. Think of everything we've accomplished. And suddenly, I realized that all of this, the gun, the bombs, the revolution, has got something to do with a girl named Marla Singer. (laughs) So I know that sequence was expensive as fuck. Um... But when I, I'm not afraid to admit this to you, I was a little tutored when I put this movie on. Mm. I thought I had put on X Men because it looks the <laughs> same. You remember that shit? Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah, it really does. You're absolutely right. No, I don't know what the hundred percent. I'm not a nerd. I don't know. I didn't watch X Men. How dare you? Is this the first time you've watched Fight Club? I no, but I haven't seen it in years and oh, years. Okay, okay. It's been a minute. Yeah. The last time I saw this movie would have been like the early 2000s when wow. we were all okay. in bands. And we had a T-shirt uh, that said, "I am Jack's loaded gun." Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. You know, and what you we may or like, may not know is uh, Eric started a famous band too, <laughs> called, right? called Some Forty One. Oh, oh <laughs> they're from Canada, so that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, well, he was an army brat. Moved around he a lot. Are you trying to say because I'm brown and I was in a punk rock band, I got to be the guy from Sum 41? Wow. The <laughs> one fucking Indian guy in Sum 41. Well, I, it's kind of fucked up because he did call himself the Brown Sound. Oh, did he? The okay. Brown Sound? <laughs> yeah, that was what he called himself. I did not know that. That's not what I call myself, son. Well, he, he's allowed to because he's yeah. brown. I did so meet I do- him, though. I do think it's interesting that they introed, like, from the get, when the credits are rolling, it is the intraneural system of the fucking brain, right? Yes. Which is very much foreshadowing the fact that there is a mental disorder with our unreliable narrator. We just don't yes. know that yet. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I, I love that. And yeah, that, And those credits weren't originally in the movie. Or they weren't. The, the original opening was going to jump straight to the gun in the narrator's mm, mouth. Okay. But then Fincher decided he needed something and came up with that idea and had the CG department create it for him. By the so. way, this was in 1999, and I'm just going to say this right now. I don't care. Movie files get mad at me or whatever. This came out the same year as fucking uh, Matrix. Way yeah. better CGI in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they used the same uh, crew, I thought. They did. They used the same techniques. So then what the, the fuck? The still yeah. cameras <laughs> and such. But, I recently, yeah. I had not watched The Matrix at all, ever. And I recently watched it like two to three years ago. I'm Does sorry. not fucking hold up. No. Yeah. It was trash. I'm sorry. And I, I, can like still, I can still watch Fight Club and be like, for the time, that's good CGI. Well, I think because in Fight Club, it's sparse. It's used effectively because there's yep. just little bits of it whereas in the matrix it was like let's just blow our cgi load all over this thing for i think you 45 think, minutes. i think you think that but there was actually more cgi in fight club than i think you even know Uh-oh. oh yeah, yeah i'm about to i'm lot. about to learn because you have to learn today i know i know and but and by the Did way titanic also came out the same year no 97 uh. why are you talking shit Titanic's one of the CGI things I'm talking about. Yeah, That's exactly. what I was thinking okay. about. Okay, okay, okay. That's why I was asking. But yeah, ni- I just have uh, it was to 97, say, I believe. 
that yeah, unless I think it unless was you three unless you three stop trashing the matrix, I'm gonna take my notes and go home. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> because it wasn't that, for me. That movie means a lot to me. I apologize. Because that Stop. you know, first at that time, were you like, well, how old were you when that came? <laughs> I was still old. I was still fucking old. I had I had three of my three of my four children were born when that came out. Children. Yes, but Turn. I mean, shit. When this came out, all four of my kids had already been born. So you Jesus, know, um, oh wait, till you find out who his brother is. Oh, is yeah. he from a date of let's, let's get this out. <laughs> no, he's from a way bigger band. Let's get this out of the way. Okay. Oh my god, is he from the Guess Who? Yeah, so no. so yes. Kind of oh, Bon Jovi. No, Wait. Bon Jovi I'm too old for Bon Jovi. Well his last oh. name is Christ. No, it's not. <laughs> Joe. Don't fucking lie. It's Christ. It's spelled like Christ, but it's pronounced Christ. So that's who, that's who Joe references it, Joe. my Joe references Shit. my brother. When he, you know, his like younger when he goes to church Christ. on Sunday, he just Christ. says, "I'm going, I'm going to see Doug's brother." Yeah. Jesus his Christ. younger brother. He's way Jesus younger. Christ. Exactly. Mm. But hit, but see, me and me and my quote brother don't talk, so <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> he can say whatever he wants because we don't have a conversation. Um, I just like talking shit. All right, let's get back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. correct. Sorry, apologies. No, Sorry, don't ever apologize. It's all good, man, lady. Woman, no, I'm good with man. It's fine. <laughs> hey, I'm gender I, fluid, bro. It's good. Uh, nice. Fucking, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> my daughter would kick my ass right now, but let's move on. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we, we have that clip. We're just getting through the credits. Right? We're almost <laughs> an hour in. It's 34 minutes in and we're at the credits. This is ridiculous. This is, is going to be a long night. Um, God damn uh, it. I got to get, I gotta get right. a cooler in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a fridge right next to me. It's awesome. Shit. Yeah, I, got a, I got a cooler down here. <laughs> Um, so from that clip, um, which we will talk more about later in the movie, because it's ba- that's basically a flash forward. Yeah, um, foreshadowing we, for sure. We we transition to a uh, what we know now is a support group uh, for <laughs> testicular cancer. Um, we'll f- again find out shortly why our narrator is there. Um, he is being hugged by a <laughs> very large. Uh, bitch titted man, <laughs> as he is named, uh, named Bob. Uh, we see Bob's he name. He would do anything for love. Yeah, exactly. But he won't do that. Um, he's played by Meatloaf, if you didn't guess <laughs> from the references. So um, good in this movie, by the he way. He is really good. He his his like childlike playfulness is amazing. Like he the way he gets giddy and just is so excited to have this in his life is just absolutely amazing. He was very good. So good. Um, he will get into some beefs that that a couple of our our hosts tonight have a problem with later but okay um, oh, we will. y'all got beef with meatloaf no uh-uh. no 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 oh then maybe i don't know we're talking about the no shirt no shoes thing yeah oh i thought I do that's have what you were talking yeah, about he doesn't follow the rules right well, he doesn't ha- follow well, the rules when you understand we'll the costuming of it you exactly like, you oh, are, so meatloaf meatloaf is a large man to begin with he wore a 100-pound fat suit. Yes, he did. To create these large bitch tits yeah. that he had. Yeah. Um, they actually he had one two. with nipples, one without. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly, because they didn't know how the studio was going to react. Isn't and that ridiculous? Yeah, it's nuts. Because oh, we, even if it's nipples into... under a shirt, they were like, exactly. well, we don't know. Right. God, it's right. so fucking dumb. Um, it is. Yeah, there's a lot of shit like that in this movie. Like, There's yeah. a lot of things that he had a double play to try to get through we'll we'll talk about him but um so <laughs> i think you and i did the same research doug oh hell yeah no nah, this is gonna be good um so the narrator his description <laughs> bob is fantastic he just sums it up he goes <laughs> between those huge sweating tits that huge. hung enormous yeah that hung enormous the way you think of gods as big <laughs> <laughs> it's like and that's a polonic line that's right from the book man yeah. that's how, how great a writer chuck is and, and fincher recognized that and just pulled whatever he could from the book because he, he was enamored with the book you know as was the studio just to take a quick jump like they couldn't wait to make this movie because when it came out it only came out two or three years before this movie was made everyone fell in love with it the world fell in love with this book and People were fighting to get the rights to it, the movie rights to it. <gasps> mm-hmm. I see what club? you did there. Yeah. 
<laughs> Doug's like, I don't know what I did there. What did I do? On a very small sidetrack, did you ever watch Meatloaf sing America the Beautiful? No. no. No, I have not. He does it at like a, a Trump rally thing or something like that. And it's Are the you most serious? Ho- it's the worst thing you'll ever hear. Meatloaf well, he at a Trump rally? Anymore, he can't it's something sing like anymore. that. Oh, no, it's so bad. It's so, yeah, he so can't bad. Sing. He, he lost his voice completely. Did he um, lose his also, mind? Why was he at a Trump rally? Well, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, exactly. I don't know. It was something like that. Back. I don't remember. I'm probably fucking up the details. Wait, I'll I think try to you find are. It. You guys didn't tell her I'm a Trump guy? Oh, oh God. Shut, Doug, yeah. stop fucking Wait. people. <laughs> no. Probably yeah, should have told me that. That's another bad joke. That's another bad joke. <laughs> Very He's bad. the New Yorker. Exactly, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. It was Mitt Romney. You said Oh, okay. That's not as bad, but... It's still bad. Unfortunately... Yeah, and hey, he's in the background, just like, like it's like singing it right at Mitt Romney, and it's the worst thing ever. I'm just gonna send the video to the group; you can watch yeah. it later. Man, don't oh, tell Lord. me Meatloaf was some right wing asshole. You're gonna rule Meatloaf for me. God know, damn right? it! You'll never eat it again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so you know, Bob then tells the narrator that it's his turn to cry because Bob was crying. Yeah, uh, we're gonna find out why in a minute, but um, you know, he. He tells Bob, it's, he tells the narrator, it's your turn to cry. And we jump back in time a bit to find out that um, the narrator suffers from severe insomnia. Like he goes days <laughs> and weeks without sleeping. Um, he's describing this, this issue that he has while he's at work standing next to a copier. Um, and, you know, he just references the fact that his life feels like a copy of a copy of a copy, just like a copier does. And uh, he's lost. Um, Which is true. I don't know if yes. any of you have ever suffered from insomnia. Yeah. Yes. But it is very much like an out-of-body experience. Suffering? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a very accurate description. Um, mm. It's at this point where, if you pay attention, we get our first view of the upcoming other main character, Tyler. Um, there's a single-frame flash of Tyler standing next to one of the copiers and it's funny doing the research on this and going through the 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 subreddits and and different you know forums that people talk about it so many people never noticed it until they read it and then went back and watched it and saw it really yeah Mm. it's and i was surprised because like i saw it the first time i saw it in the theater i saw that shit happen i might not have seen the other three that that happened before we meet tyler but I, I definitely saw that one because it was oh, yeah, right there in your face. You know, I noticed them. They're pretty blaring if you're paying yeah, attention. Yeah, because actually, also, I think it's. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. Go, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say. Actually, I think it's more than you know. We call it a single frame, based on what's referenced later in the flick. But I think it's more. Exactly. I think it's like two or three frames. Right. Um, so yeah. that's why you can see it. You know. Yeah, I think they're long enough for you to notice. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Is like it kind of also foreshadows what that character ends up doing to other movies. Like yes. he literally mm. spliced himself into yep. this movie. There you go. You nailed it. That's, yeah. that's a perfect analogy. Um, so, I mean, it, uh, the so narrator's like, talk- When they show it in the, in, in the theater, we're like, did they see it? Or did yeah. they not see right. it? You almost are like, what was that? Exactly. Yeah. Was that a blip? Well, it was like the scene was coming that? up. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I noticed exactly it, like but I didn't, I didn't but you didn't know what the fuck it really was was just like oh something weird just happened yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. exactly i it's funny i i one of the one of the subreddits somebody recently i think it was today they posted that they just watched it for the first time two days ago on whatever they streamed it and they thought that it was just a streaming glitch (laughs) like they thought they thought their internet connection flaked out for a second and there was just you know some some you know artifact or something popping up and then and then they came and read it and then learned about it so uh, spotify really has cool. me fucked up because there's so many songs i used to illegally download when i was younger that would have glitches at certain parts in the songs that i just yeah. got so used to hearing the glitch and like no, now when i played on spotify i'm like where's the where, where's the glitch I yeah need that i used glitch to back. listen to a day to remember and they used to say there was this guy named joe in the band, but then like now i can't find anything about it right. ironically like, there was the glitch the band started with two people named joe Ah. Okay. There was me and Joe Barnes. All right, and you're both gone. Yeah. Oh, they kicked him out for spitting on people. It was the fucking funniest shit. Nice. Like he got kicked out. I bet you he's a Trump guy. Uh, I wouldn't (laughs) doubt it, dude. Ocala. (laughs) There's a bunch of Trump people in Ocala. That makes sense. That's Uh, horse country. So yeah. So so the narrator is he's talking about 
you know, how the world has become so corporatized that they're going to start naming like space objects after organizations. And he drops out. Yeah, he talks happened. about yeah, planet Starbucks yeah. and the whole fucking thing. And we get, you know, Ooh. Tesla's in space. And, Sorry, you brought up yeah. Starbucks. Uh, dumb nerd trivia here. Uh, there is a Starbucks cup in every scene of the movie. Yes. What? Except, except for one where they uh, later when Project Mayhem destroys a coffee shop. Yeah. That's the only time it's not. But uh, right. Which is kind of weird because the coffee shop they destroy isn't a Starbucks. Well, that's, well, that's, that's the point. Yeah. Starbucks yeah. didn't want that to they happen. They didn't want their shit to be destroyed. Right. Yeah. Also, yeah. like, when he's ordering shit and he says the word Ikea, but then it's from Fernie. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, that like a weird. dollar store Ikea. Yeah. I mean, even at the time, I didn't even know what the fucking Ikea was. <laughs> I'll be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, uh, my wife's from so Sweden, hours. so I shopped in Ikea before there was uh, one in the course. States. This guy's wife's from Ikea. <laughs> yeah, his wife even made him get Ikea. No, yes. From, right, That's I, an inside Ikea, joke, because both, both, both Eric and Doug drive Kias. Yeah, because we're just dumb That works people. great for a guest that doesn't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I might have to explain it. I mean, we've explained it in this show a whole bunch, because like... I told another, you I don't listen to two shows, bro. There's another it. author who wrote a movie that just shits all over Kia's, and I love it. All right. Right. <laughs> yep. So I got moving I'm on. Take your word for it. M- moving on. Um, uh, the narrator's back at his desk, and his boss approaches to let him know that he's got some traveling to do this week. Um, and here mm. are his travel vouchers. Um, we also learn that it's Tuesday because the boss is wearing his cornflower blue tie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that makes total sense. Um, you know. So we are now at the narrator's condo uh, where we're going to learn about his Ikea obsession. <laughs> He's sitting on the toilet uh, like naked from the waist down and, and Ed Norton was actually naked from the waist down filming the scene. Um, he didn't use a pasty or anything. He was, you know, he was... Well, we didn't know. see nothing though. No, but we didn't. I, I would have liked but... to have seen some Norton. <laughs> <laughs> the, crew, the crew saw that he was free balling. So, um, Yeah. So he's on the phone with Ikea and he's describing like his worship basically of the Ikea lifestyle. It's like ingrained in him or he's a slave to the Ikea lifestyle, I think is what he says. He's obsessed with like being the corporate dude. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and, you know, he's, as we'll come to learn, he's questioning what he holds important in his life. But at the beginning, he is... As Sam said, that corporate dude who's just following all the rules. Everybody who does his job. What's trendy? What's, yeah, exactly. What makes you feel important with material yep. shit? No, yuppies, I, to the, yuppies to the core. I know we're supposed to glean from this like a, a sense that he's pathetic for, for feeling this way, but I'm not going to lie to you. If I could find that yin-yang coffee table, <laughs> <laughs> that shit is fire. Yeah. It is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Well, that's because 90s are back in uh, style. So that's yeah. why you want that. Yeah. So, I mean, he even drops the quote, <laughs> what kind of dining set defines me as a person? So, right, I mean, that, right. That tells right, you right. How, how, like, enthralled he is with this He's whole, so whole detached from, like, personal relationships that all he can relate to is materialistic shit. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. is fucking sad. Yep. Oh, I do like how when they go around the apartment, like it does like the whole like IKEA tag All for each item. Yeah, and such. yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Great. Exactly. The, the whole movie is shot so brilliantly. Yes. Like really honestly, is. the direction of this movie was like so fucking perfect. Yes. Yeah. I yeah I can't say enough about Fincher. I mean, he he made a masterpiece. You know? Yeah, I agree. That's probably gonna that foreshadows my rating at the end i'm just saying he made a mass this is a masterpiece in every sense of the word as far as modern Agreed. cinema you know so yes um we jump to a scene we're in a hospital now um our narrator is talking to a doctor about his insomnia and the scene opens up with the doctor oh, this saying makes me so fucking mad sorry i know you cannot die from insomnia <laughs> which is not fucking true not true uh, not at all um you know but I kind of understand where this is coming from because you get a vibe, a pretty direct vibe, that the narrator is there. He wants some drugs. He wants some kind of narcotic to possibly help him sleep, but okay. who knows? And the doctor's vibing on that. Give him some like, ambient. Okay, but yeah. like, if this is a 
an actual issue, yeah, yeah. give me some fucking drugs so that I can fucking sleep. Right. Or at least yeah. some NyQuil. But I'll tell you, though. All right. NyQuil ain't going to do it. 1999, yeah. right? So we're 13 years back, right? 99, 2009. No, 20, pardon me, 21 years ago. 22? Today, today, if you want to try to get some happy pills or try to get some anti-anxiety medicine, you just got to sign up for an online thing. Talk to somebody for five minutes and they're going to send a prescription and to get it. In 1999, that shit didn't happen. They locked that stuff down hard. People could get it, but they were more strict with the release of the drugs. I'm just laying it out there. But right. the doctor was a dick. There's no question about oh, it. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, That's what I was yeah. talking about, like, eat some root or some yeah, goes, shit. Yeah, just some like, valerian root and get more exercise. Give me some fucking Ambien, bitch. Like, I'm telling you, this is, this is affecting my life yep. severely. Can you please give me something? Instead, he has to... Or, yeah. Also, this motherfucker needed therapy. Like, can we also yeah. agree oh, with yeah, that? Yeah. that Yes. Like this entire movie could have been solved with him going to fucking therapy. He, yeah. go, that was the least of it. He might have needed to be like, you know, an inpatient. <laughs> no, nah, he'd have he been was. good. He'd have been good. He would have yeah, been good with so? therapy because right. he he took in in some of these groups like the meditation and shit. Yeah, that's like, true. That shit was helping. Yeah, you're like, right. You're right. We'll get, for, we'll get we'll get further yeah, into it. But yeah, yeah, like, but that's a great point, Sam. He needed some You're motherfucking right. therapy. Yeah, in, there was something there he was missing. When they cut yeah. back to Edward Norton, he looks rough, rough. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that too. Yeah, yeah exactly. They should have prescribed him watch Search and Destroy. Oh God, God please! All right, no, you don't want to know what ever. that is. I'll leave it at that. It's a horrible movie, and don't ever watch it. Okay. It's a coke fueled nightmare. Literally, coke like it was created. Gonna put it me was created in a coke oh, yeah. field nightmare. It's terrible by Hollywood elites. Forget it. Um, so forget about it. The doctor, yeah, the doctor tells him to chew some valerian root and get more exercise. Fuck right? This He's so guy. Fuck fucking this condescending. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Um, and you know he also he, he is he is culpable. For half yes. the shit that happens with Project right? Mayhem, because <laughs> oh, if he yeah. would have just prescribed him yeah. some motherfucking Ambien. Yeah. This whole movie wouldn't happen. This shit exactly. wouldn't happen. And Joe, real quick, make a note. Based on Sam mentioning Ambien, I have some cool Ambien stories for Just Surprise Me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I got some good stories from Ambien. All right. Back in the day. Are, are they as good uh, as your Excedrin stories? Uh, no. The Ambien didn't make me buy expensive shit that I couldn't afford. Well, Excedrin <laughs> does do that. No, the Ambien just, the, holy fuck. Oh, I, we'll talk about it. Um <laughs> I love the video chat. <laughs> I do too. Isn't it great? It's so good. We're never not doing this. We're, oh, no, we're I told RJ and Will this. we're doing this already. Yeah, How long have y'all been doing this damn podcast? Y'all ain't been looking at each other. This is insane. This one's been this a, year. a year. The other and, one's uh, been two years. Two years for the other one. So, y'all yeah. are insane. Yep. Look at y'all's beautiful faces. There you go. I'm just staring at Eric the whole time. Stop. <laughs> he can't tell either. That's the sad part. Like, he can't tell that I'm just staring right into his eyes. There you go. Don't, yep. don't ogle me, Joe. <laughs> Don't tell me how he's to live my life. Not a sexual object. Ah, he is. Oh, no, this goes beyond that. <laughs> he <laughs> this is. is spiritual. This is true love. Do you, oh, okay. He did. I don't know if Eric noticed, but when I was down in Orlando, I walked behind him a lot <laughs> just to look at his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just because you were old. Yeah. You couldn't keep up. I, mean, you know, I thought it was because you couldn't keep you up. You had with a fat us. ass, well, Eric. No, I, didn't I even could look keep at up it. with you two little children scurrying dude, at you and Joey. I could barely keep up with Joey Mazant. That dude yeah, is fast. I know. I know. And he's a, and he's got little legs like me. You yeah, got these big he's like six half foot the height of me. Cork legs, and you can You're keep six three. Yeah, yeah, he he's is. a big motherfucker. Well, he says he's six three. I I don't know. He said he was in a day to remember too, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <see>? <laughs> <laughs> All I say is you two were looking up to me. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> not as much as you think, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting far off the movie. I, I know, know, right? That. This this is going to be a four hour, our first four hour episode. And no, you're going to have to so, pick up. Yeah. Right. I'm, uh, yeah, it's all my fault, right? Um, I'm sorry. Normally it is, Joe. Normally, yes, but tonight, no. It's nobody's fault. We're having fun. Um, this will probably be the best episode anyways. The, the narrator just, he blurts out to the doctor, look, I'm in pain. And the doctor's response Truth. is, head down to the support groups at the church if you want to see real pain. What a <laughs> okay. dickhead yeah, thing to was say. Now, I you know, fucking hated that guy. Right. No, no, he was awful. And... The funny thing is that actually started out as a good thing <laughs> for our narrator uh, for a short time, short period of time, mm, a couple of days. sleep like a babies don't even sleep that good. Exactly. 
So that was some ghetto ass therapy bullshit. Yeah, I, no, no, no. It's awful. <laughs> no, because it's, it's like, awful. well, they actually listen to you, and I get to cry, and people actually care about you. It's like, bro, therapy is that. Like, you don't need <laughs> yeah. to fake an illness. Like, exactly. the fuck. And you make like enough therapy. money. All you buy your shit is from IKEA and these these catalogs and shit. Did no one know about therapy in 1999? The right. fuck. Well, I know. What I'm gonna get is why did he didn't go to an insomnia therapy group? Like right. Maybe like they actually, didn't have it at that church. He kept he going like the, the church, the free ones. You, yeah, you right. realize he only went to like the free, like yeah. group meetings or whatever. And, yep. and it's characterized as like a junkie treats like a fix because his it, he keeps like upping the ante. Like the testicular yeah. cancer is not enough. It's got to be more severe. Yeah. Uh, illness or i mean yeah because the people care about you more or quote-unquote care about you more or whatever because it's more dire right yeah yep and poor chloe yeah i know she just wanted to get laid one more time one more time yeah uh so it's at this point where we see flash number two of tyler behind the doctor you know he pops up again over the doctor's shoulder um, so, I mean, this is obviously, you know, Tyler is manifesting in the narrator's brain more and more. It's almost like he's, he's like the superhero trying to break through from the alternate dimension and he's getting stronger and stronger as, as the movie progresses. So, um, we flash forward back to the testicular cancer group that we met Bob at. Um, it's the same meeting. Um, one of the members tells a story. It's a horrible story. Um, about, you know, he and his wife always wanted kids, but because of his testicular cancer, they couldn't have them. Um, he, he lays it out that his wife finally had her first child. It's a girl. And then he says, with her new husband. <laughs> okay. Um, Man, and he's they happy for li- They were not lying when you said you were thorough about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, you were seen for saying this ain't even important to this I movie. <laughs> Doug said apologize. he had nine pages. He didn't tell you the font was like size Shit. six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got single four space, pages. Single space, 20, 20 pages. No, that's not true. Um, so anyway, it breaks down crying. And I, and here's the reason I bring that up, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that, okay. That, yeah, I have a reason because you're oh, right. Okay. Otherwise, that could be a quick brush over. Right, like, I thought so. Okay. The reason I bring that up is one of the extras in that were sitting in that group got so enraged over this story that he got up and stormed out while they were filming. Oh, and didn't shit. even pick up his paycheck. What? Whatever, an he, actor that was there? Yeah, it was, he was an extra. He was an extra. And but he knew sp- what he was signing up for, right? Or no? They paid extras? Yeah, but, he, but they pay, they pay extras. Yes, they pay extras, Joe. Um, Not a lot, but... He doesn't see... The extras don't see the script. So he didn't know what was going to be set. So this story gets laid out by this guy. That wasn't he, even that bad. I got to be so, honest with you. Yeah. You know, who knows? He could have been he could have been a dude that got divorced and his wife's with someone else and her life's mm. perfect. And he, you know, whatever. Something set this guy off. So he got up and stormed out and never even picked up his fucking He got triggered. Check. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So wow. that's why, yeah, that's why I brought this up. So um, it's at this point that we see the third flash of Tyler before we meet him. Uh, you know, for real, uh, behind the counselor. The counselor is sort of consoling this guy, and we see Tyler appear over his shoulder. Um, the group breaks into one-on-ones, and this is where we came into the support group with Bob hugging the narrator. Um, Bob, we find out that Bob was a champion bodybuilder who juiced, yeah. and the, that caused him to lose his wife, his kids, and his balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it fucked them all up. Um, and, you know, Bob plants the narrator between his bitch tits and the narrator begins to cry for real. He, he found a release. He says, I found freedom. Losing it all was freedom. Um, Again, therapy, Bill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. This, this is proof that therapy works in a very small way. That, that is what he needed. Um, quick cut to the bedroom. And, and Joe said the line a little earlier. We see the narrator asleep and he says, babies don't sleep this well. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it's it's working for him in some very small, temporary way. Uh, we are back at the support groups again. Uh, the narrator admits he's become addicted to the pain and suffering. Um, mm. you know, he, he even says, I, I didn't say anything, and people always assume the worst, right. which would give him, you know, that, that wanting and needing. That it's, he, it's comfort. 
right yeah. all he wanted yes. was fucking comfort yeah. again i kind of want to like get into this and there's like more as the movie goes on of like how i feel this is very i mean it's a very man-centric movie yes it's yep. it's very centered central around men and and man uh manly things of like right. what, fighting what's each expected other of yeah men. yeah exactly and there's even conversations later i'm sure we'll get into about about that as well but it's just it could be so fucking simple of right. like yep. he took some so drastic measures to feel comfort right? yeah yeah yeah, that's, it, it, that's interesting. Which is very sad, though. Yeah. Well, you know? Because if you're looking at this from a perspective of, like, masculinity, you right. know. Right. Well, that, that's and, what this whole movie is. Yeah. And for him to get help, literally had to get the shit beaten so out drastic. of him. So yeah. drastic. So right. drastic. These major extremes. Yeah. When at the but end again, of the day. I'll I'll go back to the fact that, you know, we're talking, it's 1999. The book was written in 96, I think, or 95. I'm not sure. Um Things were different, right? I could have stood. I could have stood. I mean, therapy was around. It was around, but I could have stood to have a lot of therapy sessions in 1999. Right. But I was the kind of guy, a person that thought it was, you know, get over it. Fucking get over it. Yeah. You're being a baby. There's nothing wrong with you. Dude, I get it. Don't act depressed, okay? I get it. I get it. That's, but that's exactly today. Right. That's exactly what that mentality yeah. was. Right. But it was it's, okay to pretend you had a fucking fake illness or whatever. No, exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like that was no, that was like that was better than right. saying, Oh, I have depression. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like no. that was that was the weakness. Not like, oh, I have cancer. Right. It's like, well, you can't help, you know, that's just that's just you know. It, it, yep. it was an interesting take on on Definitely. and i don't even know if he meant it that way i yeah i think that was just a sign of the times yes i think so i mean look yeah. a confession it took me till now till 57 years old to start therapy <gasps> which is the stupidest fucking thing you guys ever he wasn't gonna tell me how old he was he's yeah. lying he's like yeah, knocked I'm, off 100 years at least exactly methuselah that's me um <laughs> You guys probably don't even know that fucking reference. Anyway, um, I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. But yeah, it took me till now to to understand that therapy is a good thing, and it is. So really? anyway, we'll move on from that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so it's all good. It's all good. Was this before or after you came to Florida? <laughs> this <was> before, Joe. <laughs> yeah, Florida. Listen, Florida is a pimple on my ass of my problems. Okay, oh, Lord. that's how that's how insignificant Florida is to me. Oh, yeah, my God. <laughs> um, so, all right. So we're at, we're at another support group now. Um, mm. And it, the group counselor is talking to the members in the group about, you know, meditation, finding their power animal, the cave, the whole thing. So she walks them through the steps to help them get to, the, quote, their cave and find their power animal. So... You know, the narrator follows the steps. He's not, he doesn't have cancer. He's not sick. But again, he, you know, he follows the steps. And right. That's EDMR fucking therapy, by the yes, way. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And he gets into his cave and he finds a penguin. This adorable, cute little, again, as Joe said, happy feet penguin. Yeah, it's her um, that movie, Happy Feet. The penguin looks at him and tells him to slide. And what's, what's, your take, Sam, on the meaning of that. See, I was going to ask you guys what you thought, why his, uh, I believe they called it like his power animal, right? Power yeah. animal, yeah. yeah. Why do you think his power animal was a penguin? Because I never got that. Like, I never understood why his power animal well, was a penguin. Right. So I read like, what some did stuff. that represent? I read some stuff, and there's a, cu- there's a few theories I read and that I had on the slide and the penguin. And one of the things I read about the penguin that somebody brought up, I thought was pretty accurate. I get the slide in my opinion. I'll just say in my opinion, the slide is like, let go, let what happens happen. Yeah. But like, 
I mean, and maybe that's just what is coincides with the penguin of like they'll well, slide down. But like, do penguins typically like slide down a slide? No, well, they so, do. Like, here's the thing, cool. though, and here here's the thing. And what I read and what I dig about what I read is that penguins are flightless birds. Right. They don't have the ability to escape by flying away. All right. They have to use other Force means. Force themselves to deal to with what they got. Yeah. And penguins do slide. They slide on the ice. They'll slide down hills into the water, mostly for fun, but they can use it as a means of escape or, you know, means to get out of the pain that they're, they're potentially they in. They cope. They cope. Yes. And that's what. And the he used means to fly to the all the time for his job. Right. But yes, and mm. he thought that was the way. But he really, he, he obviously can't fly either. So his penguin is telling him, slide. This is your method for getting away from the shit you don't want to deal with. Hmm. So that's, okay. I thought that was a cool explanation. So, all right. On that note, we are going to take our first break, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Oh, thank God. I got a piece so bad. There you go. <laughs> All of us. So we will take our break and be back. So if you're uh, listening to Masters of the Cinematic Universe, you obviously love movies. Uh, I do too, because I host this podcast. And um, my pedal company, 37FX, um, definitely has a movie theme. So if you're looking for really cool guitar pedals and the bonus of having some uh, fun movie themes, uh, hit up the website, 37FX.com. That's the word 30, the number 7.com. Uh, you can find things like the Fat Guy Little Coat Fuzz and uh, soon to be released, the Tombstone Treble Boost, both, both based on some fantastic movies. So, uh, you know, hit the website up. We've got some great sound samples on there. And uh, you can also hit me up um, through Facebook or Instagram uh, with any questions you have. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> 